right. Thank you for joining us. This is Lawyer Greg, and we've got Rob the Brit, British Rob here today. Hey, Greg. How you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. So we're going to talk today about triumph through adversity, okay? Uh, not going to key on the disaster, uh, Hurricane Harvey, not, nothing like that that's going on right now. Really, because, you know, I had a crappy week. I had a shitty week this week, revenue-wise, okay? Right? I had a shitty week revenue-wise. It was just, there are ebbs and flows in any industry, okay? Right. From week to week, there are ebbs and flows. I don't care who you are, Tony Robbins to Gary Vaynerchuk to Warren Buffett. There are up weeks and down weeks. What do you, you know, how do you handle a down week? I've been doing this long enough, business in general, entrepreneurship in general, that I understand that there's going to be up and up weeks and down weeks. But sometimes a down week can make you question everything. Right. Sometimes yeah. a down week can make you want to walk away. Sometimes a down week and a, a, several down weeks, right, can really strap you. How far, how committed are you? Well, and how do you stay positive through the down weeks? That's when you learn how committed you really are. I mean, it you is. Can tell yourself how committed you are and shut yourself up. But if it's going well, you're not really going to know. Well, you know, I was, I was, I saw an interesting video. I hate to harp back on Conor McGregor, um, but it was uh, the the art of stoicism, something like that, through, expressed through Conor McGregor. And, you know, it was basically narrated that whether he knows it or not, he's expressing a stoic mindset and going through. What do you mean by stoic mindset? So like Marcus Aurelius, he was a stoic. Marcus Aurelius meditations is now by my bedside. It has been for a while. After I watched that YouTube video, I pulled out Marcus Aurelius meditations and put it back by my bedside. Because I need to read it. And I'd read enough of it, okay, that I got what the video, the YouTube video, it was like a little 15-minute video, was talking about. But it's basically, because it, there's a great foreword in that book, the one version I have, that it really breaks down stoicism. And essentially, nothing that happens in life or the world is good or bad. Right. It just happens. It just is. You don't judge it, okay? It just is. That's right. So, you know, we didn't get enough revenue in last week. It just is. Plus, you can go through, you adopt almost an I don't care attitude about everything around you, okay? And that doesn't mean you don't care about things necessarily, but you don't let it get through your defenses you and affect it, you internally. You don't let it influence you. That's yeah. correct. You don't let it affect your influence, right? And, and so, so when, you know, when a down revenue week happens, you just look at it dispassionately, okay, as much as you can because it's hard. It's hard. I felt myself fighting this week, yeah, fighting myself, you know, and like uh, negative feelings, right, or negative thoughts. And, and you know, whether, you, you know, you don't want to attract those things if you're in a negative place. You can't see the positive if you're negative in any way. That's right. So you got to clear that. I mean, to really practice. And what they do is they practice mental exercises, literally, in taking really tragic things happening or bad things happening from a stoic standpoint. Uh, you know, 
and 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 how do we turn that situation into a positive? What's the opportunities there, right? So then you become used to, accustomed to. It's natural for you to then take a any situation, good or bad, and see the positive upside and opportunity. Yeah, you're right. In the, in regards to being clear about what you want to do, it's it would be like you being surrounded by a fog and unless you can clear the that fog away you got to clear the gonna, fog you're not really going to know which direction to you got to clear the fog yeah you got you got to you got to get really clear um, and stay clear and the, and negativity clouds that it gets in between you and your goals right it 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 distracts you it it, it inserts doubt in your mind about what you're doing you don't need that yeah no. I mean, you don't you don't need that at all you know, um, if what you're doing truly is bad, truly sucks, <laughs> then in the end, you know, I don't know. It's hard for me to even say that. I mean, the market will choose. But even bad ideas can sell. I mean, you know, I can probably, oh, sure. you can probably can also, think of a ton of examples. You could also turn that on its head and say even great examples of products or services can bomb because – the, the world person, wasn't ready, or the person, or the didn't, person wasn't ready. To wasn't ready. Yeah, it's really about how passionate and clearly the person that's pushing that idea or that product or that service, how 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 long they're going to hang in there through through the battle of getting to where they need to be. Because I fully believe in the Malcolm Gladwell tipping point concept. It's a great book. Also read that one. That. At some point, there's this snowball effect and tipping point, but not even snowball because snowballs roll downhill. Malcolm Gladwell will tell you it falls off a cliff, okay? Mm -hmm. It starts going super fast, right? Exponentially, at some point, you know, you're pushing the damn snowball uphill, right? Yeah. And then you just push it off a cliff at the cliff at the tipping point, and it's just exponential returns on your investment. You know, there was an example in, in Britain, this was, I think, in the 80s, right. of a jeweler. I think I brought this up before at, at one point, whereas this jeweler is a very successful jeweler, and I cannot remember the name of the jewelers. But So, he, so as a jeweler, are you sword fire or are you shoot? Oh, jeweler. Let's shoot. Shoot each other? No, jeweling. Jewelry. 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 Yeah. What in the hell? I thought you said he was jeweler. <laughs> no. I, I thought you said jeweler, like like two American pre- like <laughs> in the eighties. Yeah. Isn't there American president no, 90, that did that? the nineteen eighties? That got killed this, dueling. This guy, yes, he did. That's right. And he was a vice president. Shot him. Didn't he? Yeah. In office, the vice president. In, uh, yeah, that's awesome. We should do that again today. That was <laughs> maybe we should. This guy. Was very successful in the jewelry business. Had his own stores world um, nationwide, and clearly he wasn't very happy in in what was going on. He had a very miserable family life, and at one of his big conferences with all the executives there, all his shareholders, he stood up and, as a joke, said, "Our jewelry is crap," and he thought it was a joke. He he took it as being funny. And it destroyed his his company. I think I remember that. Absolutely destroyed I it. That. Went out of business yeah. very quickly. Right. People abandoned it. But he said 
afterwards, he realized that he'd been spending so much time on this jewelry store that he'd neglected his family. He neglected the actual enjoyment of being in business and life and life. Yeah. Period. And, and he, you got to stop and, afterwards. You got to st stop and smell the damn roses. He spent more time with his family, started building that up again. And he went back into business right from the, the, the basics of it and started a new firm that was jewelry again, but it was the right way. It was the right stuff. It was the right way of doing it. And yeah. he's, been successful but enjoys it now good good for him so so i mean you know one thing that i have to practice is and i did that coming in i was reading this daily teaching type thing mm -hmm. you know coming come, coming in on my phone the inspirational and, start to the day yeah and and it was like you know basically well i'll pull it up gratitude is a powerful process Who said that? For shifting your energy and bringing more of what you want into your life. Be grateful for what you have, for what you already have, and you will attract more good things. That was, and a, that was, that was something. A, the secret daily teachings. Oh, it's an okay. app that I yeah. have. Pops yeah. up a new one every day. But it's always positive. I like those. And that was one of the things we were saying on the podcast a few weeks ago. Sure. In regards to vitamin G, being grateful. That's right. It's that, what you that, that engine. Right. Yeah. And I don't get exactly how that works because because it's still I'm still I still struggle with gratitude a lot and just being grateful for what I have. So I immediately called my oldest son who had his cell phone with him. I knew, told him how much I loved him, how proud I was of him. I called my wife and told her how hot she was and how much I loved her. You know, and 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 I am and how thankful I am for for them. But and, I bet. Yeah. On a side note, I bet that lifted you up as well. Yeah, it, that's, I mean, yes, it lifts you up. It gets you thinking about the great things about them, not only about your life. Them feel about, better, but it helps you. Right. I mean, I raised, you know, I raised, you know, I helped raise my son. You know, yeah. I'm very proud of how he's turned out. I'm very proud of our office. I'm very proud of our business. Mm -hmm. And really, at the end of the day, the 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 down revenue week this week was partly environmental, partly with what's going on in the world right now, partly with the time of year, partly with with um, with my lack of probably pushing seminars, other things that could have driven business this week. And some things outside of my control. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. But it presented opportunities for me to do other things, to pursue other opportunities. So I started thinking – Man, you know, um, you know, I can get work done on any files that I have to work. You were you were starting to ask yourself, what is the opportunity here? I I did, I did ask myself, what's the opportunity here? So so I wrote some things down. I said, you know, what can I do in the down week or downtime projects? And this is something I can pull out anytime I have some downtime and work on. Get work done. On files, conduct interviews on potential employees, practice patience, which is something that I'm bad at too. Work on big items like sales revenue funnels, which yeah. I need to work on. I mean, those are really huge items where I need to focus my attention, right? Get a, get a line of credit 
attached to a biz checking account or get more of a line of credit. Okay. So I could expand our ability to borrow money and to, to suffer down times, right? Um, you know, build cash revenue, uh, uh, you know, or build, build cash uh, reserves. I'm sorry, build cash reserves. You know, so, so looking at that, you could go one of two ways on that. You could commit to building more cash reserves, follow up with past prospective clients, right? Which we have not been doing as well as we used to, Let's just go back and just follow up with all these past prospective clients, which now front desk is doing for us. Visit networking partners and prospects. So go out, visit, yeah. line up lunches, line up breakfast, line up dinners, go visit networking partners. Beat the bushes. I put more things that I can't think of right now because I think, you know, I think I was, you know, I was, I was done creating my little list, but the point is, you know, have you, have that. I've got that list now. I've got that list ready. Anytime I have downtime, I'm just going to start working on one of those things. And it doesn't take that long to actually do it to create a list like that. No. Once you get once you get into that mindset, you can do it very quickly. No, very easily. And that's and that very much back to the stoicism or stoic philosophy is that's taking just a situation that happened. Yeah. And not judging that situation, good or bad. But finding the opportunity in that situation. And right. those are some of the opportunities. And it was a great week. And by the end of the week, everything had worked out. I moved some things around, which, you know, I had sent Bob a text about some of my challenges, you know, earlier in the week. And uh, I replied back to him. Bob's somebody that I work with from time to time as a business coach that, uh, you know, man, I feel like a great victory at the end of the week because mm-hmm. I kept my attitude north. I pursued opportunities instead of sulking over, um, you know, what I felt was a negative situation. And the week worked out just fine in the end. The world didn't end. Right. And uh, and I moved a small amount of money from one place to the other to cover to cover us. And immediately my stress was relieved. We'll put it back next week. And, and uh, you know, Bob's reply was, you know, sometimes it's as simple as moving the poker chips from one side of the table to the other. And, you know, but, but to me, sometimes those things can be the biggest problems on planet earth. I mean, the biggest things that could ever happen, you know, just this, this, this huge insurmountable problem or this old shit, the world's going to end. If I don't end this week in the black, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it won't, well, this reminds and, it'll, me. and you'll fix it. What, what would happen if you didn't make payroll for a week? Well, it wouldn't seem very good for your employees. Uh, no, but I think you'd fix it. I think you'd fix it, it, it coming into it. No, it would not. No, it would not. It would just be a situation yeah. that you would fix and you would move forward. It's and not this, your ideal situation, but it is a situation you'd fix and move forward. This reminds me of that situation you spoke of when you were in New York. And also, there's a, the wheels came off the situation just as you were oh, about to go a, out. Yeah. When we first got there, I was at the New York Hilton and I got a call that, you know, with a client. 
that uh, it was an old crap moment where he was freaking out and there was some things going on in his family and with his mom and I had to talk him off a ledge and really get my rally my team, rally my team together here around a conference table to get a lot of work accomplished in a short period of time remotely on the phone. Yeah. And, and that guy right now is one of my biggest fans. Mainly because we saved his family about three hundred seven thousand dollars. Anyway, long story short, um, there's opportunity in those weeks. Those weeks are not the end of the world. There's always an upside, and they'll work themselves out. And it gives you a chance to sit back and get confident. See what I knew from doing this a while for quite a while. I say it I, like I knew it 100%, but I didn't because there's still doubt that creeps in. Mm-hmm. I think when I can eliminate any doubt, then I can truly be in that zone where I'm very, where I'm faith-based. I have faith in what I'm doing in the universe and how everything works in my network and my team and my networking partners and everybody else. And by the way, other opportunities. See what we did. The work we did this week. Mm-hmm. Bob would describe it. My, one of my mentors, like working in the garden. I'm just working in a different part of the garden. I'm not harvesting as much this week. I'm planting, right? And I'm watering and I'm fertilizing. All of which is necessary. We're probably got next week lined up to be a banner week, like one of our biggest weeks ever. Okay. But we had to go back and work a little bit more in the garden in yes. a different place. And as you said, with business, every business is going to have these these moments, these times. Every business, every market. Look at the stock market. No one's immune to it. doesn't matter I mean, how successful you are. You know, over, over time, and see, that's what you got to get is over time. Like, look at the stock market over a 100-year period of time. It's always going up if you look at it that way. It's an uphill climb. Yeah, it's not if the situation is going to happen with business. It's how you react to that situation but there are, when it happens. There are weeks when things go down. Yeah. There are months when things go down. There are recession-type periods. But even a recession can be a huge opportunity. If you have cash reserves. If you have cash the, reserves. When there's blood in the streets. That's right. It's when you buy. Yeah. But even if you don't, you can always work the system. To I mean, that, and that's a huge what you what you're saying. Really, that's really another show. Yeah, about building cash reserves. Right. About being in a position to take advantage of recessions and opportunities, opportunities of recession and downtimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're you couldn't be more right. Although I, I mean I don't, I don't believe there are any less opportunities in recessions than there are in upswings you know big bull markets yeah i agree yeah it's just maybe different they're just different types of opportunities available it's very true it's very true i had so many opportunities come my way this week i'm so blessed i'm poised to enter a new phase of our business even to hire a new key employee we had money come to us from networking partners I had some that I'd missed from emails mm-hmm. and I had to respond back to that generated instant money. And, uh, you know, just it, I, I needed to pause 
be thankful for what I had and be faithful to what I'm doing and understand that this is not the end of the world. So that's interesting because at the start of this this podcast, you said you had a sucky week. Now yeah. you're saying from a revenue this week standpoint, has been an opportunity. Right, right, right. Well, I actually, I'd, I'd shot Bob a text, I'll tell you, and said, man, it's been a dry day. He said, wow, what, what can you do in dry days? And, and I was like, and I, I created that list. And he said, man, that doesn't sound like a dry day at all. Yeah. And he's right. You know. That's Bob Demers. That's Bob Demers. Yes. The good, my guru. Um, we'll have Bob on the show. Bob's a neat, neat dude. You yes. got to get Bob on the show. Let's call Bob. I'll call Bob today, and we're going to schedule Bob for a show. Okay. All right. And and uh, stay positive. Really, we got deeper with that this week because it's not just stay positive. No, it's because you know it's really that I love that stoic mindset. Don't. Don't see anything that happens in the world, in your life, period, as good or bad. Just simply see it as something that happened that you can't control. Back to the Stoic philosophy a little bit. The things you can control, that's where you act. Mm -hmm. And that's where you employ thinking as to how can I act and affect this situation to benefit me, to benefit our company. The things you can't affect, the things that you, you you can't control, that are beyond your internal control, adopt a don't I don't care attitude. Right, you have to take dismiss a those back. things. You got to take a step things. back and and look at it from a slightly different perspective. Even a small change in your perspective can can change everything. <laughs> Sometimes we spend so much time and energy worrying about things that we cannot control. Absolutely. Yeah. And that is a waste. Getting busy controlling the things you can't. Why worry about something change like death? It's not that worrying about it is going to stop it happening. It's going to happen at one point. Yeah. But or my my bother. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. So so anyway, tune in next week. Or next time, where we'll have another great episode. We're going to get Bob on as well. Have a very opportunistic week. Stay stoic. And read the books that I talked about this week, if you haven't already, because they're awesome. Uh, Marcus Aurelius Meditations. Yeah. As on stoicism, or who was a stoic. It's a great illustration of a stoic life and and mindset. And also... um, Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell. Peace.